0: I don't smell that bad for a dead dude, do I?
1: to the newest Roleplay Tavern. We're on episode whatever. Deadly, do you know what episode we're on? Eight? I think. I yes, think so. <laughs> Look, our guest knows. That's pretty bad. <laughs> um, today with us is Mabin, and I roleplay with her over on Blackwater Raiders. And the reason she's here with us is not just because she roleplays, but because she's got, well, she's got one main character, and she's got about, I don't even want to know the number of other characters that are her <laughs> family. She's multi-boxing, and she's got a really cool storyline, so today we're going to skip all of our normal stuff and talk all about that. So, let's start with who the character is. You want to tell us about your character, Mabin?
0: Uh, Well, Mabin is the principal character that I started. Um, She, look, I rolled a rogue class, but she says she's not a rogue. Uh, She really hates rogues. She thinks they're despicable. Um, But her father wanted her to be a paladin, but she's terrible at healing, so she can't be a paladin. Um, She's a young girl, ran away from home because she didn't want to follow in her father's footsteps and got into all sorts of trouble. Um, Which brings us to the other main character, Björk, who is a rogue. Um, She's a pretty high-level one, and I brought her over from another server so that they could interact and they've been running a storyline that culminated a a couple weeks ago. But Mabin's ongoing adventures have led her into even more storylines. And of course Mabin's family, her dad, uh, is there. He is Paladin. Her mom is a rogue. And Uncle Sven is a dwarf rogue, but he's not really her uncle. And they all interact and talk to each other, and we have a great time.
1: Okay, now what class are is your character actually? Uh, she is actually a rogue. Okay, and you want to tell us about uh, what what she goes by? And I'm not going to say it because I'll always get in trouble.
0: Oh, which one? Mabin or Bjork? Both. Okay, Mabin is, in the, she says she's just an adventurer. She's just a girl. She uh, doesn't Uh, say she's a rogue but uh, Bjork is an herbalist it's how sort of her code for what she does which confuses people who don't RP
1: yeah I know because I get (laughs) trouble with it a lot because I forget (laughs) I'm really bad about that um now okay let's assume that everybody who's listening doesn't understand the herbalist rogue thing either so you want to explain that
0: uh, well, Bjork has always felt that it is best to be a little bit discreet about her profession. She is a very good rogue, a very good assassin, um, but she doesn't go around saying this because of course, just like James Bond, he doesn't go around saying he's a spy he's something else you know he's a baccarat player or whatever um, so Bjork says she 's an herbalist, which is actually her profession um, and she works for the Ravenholt Herbalism Society instead of saying that she's a rogue or whatever. Okay. And only her close friends and guildmates know that she is, in fact, a high-level assassin.
1: That we get in trouble for saying all the time, especially on Skype. Right. Because, like I said, I'm really bad at <laughs> that. But, I mean, like, you're a rogue, and you'll be like, no, no. You'll start getting mad at me, and I think it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> now, Deadly, what is your take on... Her being an herbalist versus actually being a rogue. An herbalist and. Well. I'm sorry, I'm in Mac. I'm so out of it. That's okay. Um, <laughs> how she calls herself an herbalist when she's actually a rogue. Mm, I don't quite see how it would tie in. Like, I don't quite get it. <laughs> yeah, and that's the problem that a lot of people have. And it's kind of hard to explain, but um, it makes sense with the uh, James Bond analogy. Yeah. I really liked that because you've never told me that one before. Okay. Well, you haven't. (laughs) I've heard you explain it a million different ways, and I'm just now realizing I've never heard it explained that way.
0: So, you know. Now. Uh, Well, Commander Thunderman understands it. The Guildmaster. (laughs) Well, isn't that what matters? (laughs) I think supposedly.
1: Anyway. <laughs> um Now, you want to tell us about uh what happened Okay. The, what happened between Maven and uh Bjork and what happened well, with the guild cuz that was just hilarious, I think. Oh.
0: <laughs> Maven came to town and you know the first thing she says is, "Oh gosh, I'm being followed." And it turns out that uh her father has sent his underlings paladins to spy on her and to keep her safe um so she's always being followed around by these people and then Bjork comes to town and decides that this isn't working that they're not good enough to keep her safe because Maven keeps sneaking away from them and getting into trouble so she's going to protect Maven so she like makes her go into hiding and uh says she can't talk to anybody for a while, and uh, generally makes her life miserable, but Mabin can't escape her because Bjork is so good at her job. Well, she keeps still managing to get into trouble, so Bjork decides to take things, even more drastic measures, because she's been told she really has to protect this girl. Now, the reason the girl needs protection is because Mabin's father is a high-level official with the Brotherhood of a Light, which is an offshoot of the Argent Dawn. And the Scarlet Crusade is trying to get to him through his daughter. So they're actually trying to do something to her. And so Björk decides to get the girl to safety and arranges an escort by her guild members to take the girl up to... Arathi Highlands. On the way there, the guild members are attacked uh, by a troll and a blood elf and it's an ambush. The horde win the fight and Maven is in fact kidnapped. And then they have to find out where she is and there was a rescue. Maven was up in Eastern Lands and had to be rescued by uh, about four or five high-level guys from the guild and from other places. And then after she was rescued, Bjork decides to come clean and confesses that she was the one, in fact, who had arranged the kidnapping. Well, this caused kind of a stir within the guild. <laughs> Which uh, was really interesting. <laughs> but
1: let, let's talk about the kidnapping event really quickly because okay.
0: um Oh that was great.
1: Oh yeah, that was great. Now in character we had a lot of fun with that because um yes. you know, we had to there was a couple of us, um uh, myself included, we escorted you up to <laughs> <laughs> Eastern Plague Eastern Plague Yeah. Now the really interesting thing about that though was um what level were you? Uh like twenty eight? Yeah, something <laughs> around there. Um, <laughs> upper twenties, lower thirties. And um we were going up against what? Fifty something elites? Yeah, level fifty eight to sixty four elites. Yep, the highest was <laughs> you know. And so here we are. Um now what's the name of that area? See so, you now I'm I looked it up and now. Tears hand. hand. There you go. We're we're going down into Tears Hand and how you do is keep dying. If we could keep you alive, I mean, you were way, way back, and you kept pulling, and oh, it was, it was a, a blast. And we, you know, we were trying to do it in character, but it was out of character at the same time. And the greatest part was there was there's just this random guy, and he's, he was a paladin, I believe. Was he a paladin or a priest?
0: Yes, he was a paladin because he, okay. he kept rezzing me. <laughs> he
1: kept rezzing you. Every time you died, he kept rezzing you, and here you are 28. As soon as you're rezzed, you're dead again. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we had to um, have you decline so that he wouldn't rezz you anymore so that he would get the picture. And um, we we made you spirit rezz and sit there so that the group <laughs> of us could sit there and fight the rest of the way in. And... Um, then summon you in using a warlock because it was the only way to get you in there. And, um, <laughs> let's see, there was me and I was level 60 at that point and then, uh, we had a 70. Who was the 70 that we had with us? Um,
0: uh, Chirac. The oh warlock. yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, and he was awesome. He's a really great guy in the guild too. And then, Helen was the
0: third person with this, correct? Helen oh, was the warlock, and uh, Cherek was the, the level 70 rogue. Okay, yeah, you're there.
1: right. Um, so that was a lot of fun. So, you know, that was the backstory to get the story for the roleplay going. And the way we roleplayed it in-game, I, I unfortunately was not there. But um, they had an in-game event to rescue Maven. And I wasn't there for that, but I was there for the setting up of the event, which was actually kidnapping her, which was just absolutely hilarious. You know, trying to stay in character and do all this out-of-character stuff to kidnap her and um, keep her alive, because I think you died, like, I don't know how many times. I don't think I want to (laughs) know.
0: Oh, My armor repair bill was horrible.
1: (laughs) Well, the worst part was was we got you there. We summoned you there. And... uh, didn't you log out pretty much right away? Yes. Okay, and then and then we had the boss that's there. The the level sixty four elite was respawning on us. He has a really quick respawn we found out. And um, so we left you there. And then while I was away you actually had the in game roleplay event. Now, yes. I don't know a whole lot about
0: that, so you wanna go on with that? Uh well. We had set up a time, but the time that the, the rescue was supposed to happen didn't work out, so we just sort of had to do a Got one of the guys in the guild and um, a character who is – the two characters are engaged to be married and a friend of theirs and then this other paladin who has been interacting with Maven the whole time uh, – guarding her and he's been he was very active in the storyline uh went up and of course Bjork went for the rescue as well uh and went up and fought their way through Tear's hand and and then at the last minute when everybody when the room was cleared out I logged out Bjork and logged in Maven uh who appeared and almost instantly died again because of a quick <laughs> respawn <laughs> but she was very happy to see everybody and then she you know, said, oh, somebody tossed me a hearthstone, so she hearthed back to Stormwind, uh, and she was therefore rescued, and and since the Lord Valdemar was defeated, there was no longer any threat against her life. The plot had failed. Uh, setting up the PvP part of it, I think, was the most fun. Um, I asked around on the Alliance side if anybody knew of any good horde guilds that were did uh, role play and I got a couple of contact names so I had to create a Torin character to find these people and the first guild I contacted they were extremely nice about it but they said no they don't do anything with humans they only do PvP against elves and so I really gotta respect that they do a great job but they weren't interested but they did point me in another direction and I found the Thrasai guild and Jinn is the guild master of that one, and he said he would take care of it. And they did an amazing job. The the Torin stayed logged in, uh, so we could do in game communication on one of my computers. And then so the the guild escort and Mabin went up to Arethi Highlands, and they knew something was going to happen, but I don't think they knew they were going to get trounced. They thought they were going to get her through and make it all the way to refuge point but no they were soundly thrashed uh and maven was whisked away by the horde which is just that's
1: i think think that's awesome that you um went over and got another guild from you know because this was pretty much um in guild and um you know close friends and that kind of stuff and um ended up being, you know, involving both sides, um, right. Horde and Alliance, and, a, you know, another guild, um, which just, to me, is awesome. And, um, now, Björk, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to say this right, so if I say it wrong, I'm sorry. Björk went to the guild, and, um, did she apologize?
0: for the kidnapping or was it just that she came out and and said
1: (laughs) I didn't think so but I I couldn't think of the right word
0: but she did think that uh, commander Garnell Thunderman ought to know because she has come to respect the Sterling Guild Uh, she's worked with them several times and did actually feel kind of bad about tricking them like that. But she did think that she had no choice in the matter. So although her methods were rather unorthodox, she was com- feels completely justified about it, but really felt that she needed to explain to her commander. And the commander accused her of sedition and treason. And they had an officer's corps meeting about it to decide what would happen to her.
1: Now the funny part about shook that things up quite a bit yeah um the funny thing about that is is that the guild out of character realizes that you are the one and the same person you know and that you've got these two characters but at the same time you know um here you are you know if if it was another person if bjork was a completely different person than maven in real life bjork probably would have been gone from the guild for committing treason as an in-character act (laughs) you know but it's kind of hard to kick you know, um, it, it's kind of hard because you've got, you know, in character, you that character should be gone from the guild, but then, you know, you've got where they're the same people, out of characters. <laughs> <laughs> so I know for the officer corps that, you know, that in itself was a, a debate, because um, had, you know, one of the big questions this is how do you handle people who have multiple characters and like you who have multiple accounts, which by the way must be really nice. <laughs> um, you know, you're sitting there, and you've got two different characters in the guild, and they're role-playing against each other. It's um, it's definitely one of the things that each guild has to decide for itself how it's going to handle. And I don't think the guild was having going to uh <laughs> was expecting anything of this sort.
0: <laughs> well, uh, uh, they did give her a chance to explain herself. And I guess the explanation was good enough that the orders came actually from Mabon's uncle Sven to protect Mabon at all costs. And uh, since Bjork knew that if she could get the girl to Ravenholt, she would be safe. However, those Horde guys double-crossed her and actually did sell the girl to the Scarlet Crusade. So she herself was betrayed. And so it worked out rather badly. And She does kind of sort of regret that. Yeah. Uh, But the guild has said that she needs to uh, let them know if anything strange happens. If anybody gives her orders that may countermand something that would go against the alliance or the king or the guild. And she's like on double secret probation at this point (laughs) and really has to watch her step.
1: So she's even started...
0: Now how long... Stopped yelling at the other um.
1: kid. <laughs> and what were you saying, Dudley? Like? Mm-hmm. Oh, how long did it take to actually prepare all of this? Like, that went on with the whole kidnapping and
0: such. Um, it took me a couple weeks to come up with all the details that needed to be taken care of, making sure motives were in place, um, Make sure the storyline didn't have any major holes in it. Uh, and then once I figured out what to do, contacting the other guild took about a week to set that up. Uh, setting up the, the events with Sterling Guild took about a week to do. So I've been working on this, oh gosh, pretty much since I came into the guild. It was shortly there after that that um, the actual interactive storyline took place. So I guess about five weeks altogether. And how
1: long did the event actually dry out for?
0: Events uh, happened over the course of two weeks, from the I see. Uh, arranging the escort up until the arranging the rescue. So that was about a two-week span there. Mm.
1: So a lot of preparation, but a lot of... A lot of fun. You know, I didn't get to do the um, actual rescuing stuff. Like I said, I wasn't around, unfortunately, on while for a couple of days there, so I missed out. And I came back and all this stuff had happened. But um, I was definitely there for the kidnapping, which was just a blast. And, <laughs> and um, it really started a great role play and gave the guild something to talk about too. So, you know, something for us to role play and talk about. And that was the really great thing was, you know, you can jump in character and we already had a subject picked out, you know, because sometimes it's hard just to jump in with a subject. And right. You know, be like, "Oh, I'm in character, so I'm going to talk about this." And um that definitely gave us something to talk about for a while there. Now, um talking about um her uncle and all of this. Now, you've actually created those characters as
0: characters in the game, correct? Yes, yes. Um, Her mom, Elsa, is on one of our accounts. We have three accounts. And uh, then Uncle Sten and her father, Stenholm, are on another account, so they can't ever one at the same time. Uh, But either one of, any one of the three can interact with Maven and have interacted with um, that other paladin, Azure, uh, interacted with Stenholm several times. Uh, Uncle Sven and Stenholm have both interacted with uh, Calandros and Garnell and a couple other people from the guild.
1: Now that's got to be confusing sitting there role-playing, multi-boxing. You know, you're not just fighting and having to know the class and what keys to hit, but you're actually sitting there trying to have conversations with yourself and with other people.
0: Macros are your friend. (laughs) I'm Uh, sure they are. (laughs) I knew I needed Bjork and Stenholm to have a conversation that was overheard by this paladin Azure. And so I scripted it all ahead of time, exactly what they were going to say. And I sat at one computer and my son sat at the other computer and he, I said, all right, macro one, and he hit it, and then we did the next one, and then and then kept just going like that, and it worked out great. That takes a, l- a lot of prep
1: work then, <laughs>
0: again. It really helps if you're a little bit crazy. So since I'm always talking to myself, and I've always got these voices in my head, all it took was just putting them into macros. I know exactly what each of these characters would say in just about any situation.
1: Well, that's good now
0: only level four or five.
1: <laughs> yeah, now, um, after all of this, and um the guild had had their talk, and that went on for a couple of weeks afterwards, um where I heard talked with the um guild master. And, Um. you know, I, I talked in character and out of character with the guild master and um, some of the officers and stuff, so it really um, built up and it's still there. You know, um, Bjork and maybe no longer talk, if I'm correct.
0: Yes, they do not talk.
1: Now, are they on the and same they account? They do
0: not talk to anybody who associates with her. No, yeah, they're on the same account. Okay, so th- they've so they- never actually met
1: in-game. But you have the right. storyline where they have. Yeah. Okay, I just thought I'd be clear because um, I know we'll get questions about that. Um. Now, since then, you want to tell us what's going on in Maven's life, because I know there's been some very interesting
0: things happening. <laughs> uh, well, um, let's see. Maven just so happy to be back that. Uh, she was ready to continue on her life and she had to make a decision whether she was going to go back and try to become a paladin or what she was going to do with her life and she was offered training with Ravenholt and she has accepted that but she does not consider herself a rogue like I said and she has met uh, well started interacting with one of her guild mates and she have become very close friends uh uh-huh. um, Friends? It started out just very casually, and they would hang out with other people, and then Mabin got an invitation to dinner from this druid um, male friend of hers. Now, did that come said, through
1: the mail system, or how did he send that to you?
0: Yeah, he sent her an invitation saying, Would you please join me for dinner on this evening? Choose somewhere out of the city, uh, and I'll meet you at 8 p.m. Uh, So, at that point, Maven thought that perhaps it wasn't just a casual drinks and telling stories kind of thing. So, she actually fretted for quite some time over what she was going to wear. And, yes, in fact, it was a date. Um, And it sort of went from there. They started hanging out together, but Maven wasn't really sure what was going on, and... Then he bought her this really expensive dress, and she wasn't going to accept it because it wasn't proper, but uh, their friend Aska insisted that she take it because the man was trying to court her, and this just kind of blew her away, and they've been keeping company ever since, and there, in fact, has now been a proposal and acceptance of proposal of marriage. So Yay. Nathan is getting married to Calandros. Which we're all excited about. Um, and this storyline he has driven.
1: Yeah, this wasn't planned by you. So um, No, no
0: it was done by him. And, you know, we've talked very little out of character about it. It's just sort of happened. It's, and it's all been completely within their characters to, for this to happen. Which I think is probably one of the
1: greatest things ever, just because I I, I just think it's cool. Um, <laughs> that things like that can happen. Um, you know, you get two different people, and they got two different storylines, and they start to work together. And that's what role-playing is really about. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Um, I said now you're in the middle of planning the wedding, right? Oh, gosh, yes. And he's a night elf, and you're a human. I'm human. And he's a and, druid, and you're in... okay. Uh, the daughter of a paladin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so putting this together has, um, so far, been very interesting with um, family-wise and um, shopping and, uh, <laughs> you know... Um,
0: Lots of shopping.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, we just talked about weddings last cast, so... This goes right along with that. And um, the auction house has been your friend from what I hear. Um, And, of course, all the different characters. Now, are you going to have her mom and dad and everybody
0: there? Outfitting. I mean, there's not just. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm planning on her mama and daddy being there, as she calls them. I'm going to have to get. A warlock to summon them up to Moonblade because there's no way they can make it up there. Oh, um, why not? Because they weren't. They just <laughs> none of these characters were around during their festival. <laughs> <laughs> Maven had a hard enough time getting up there, and she was with a level 64 druid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember uh, that too. Wasn't that a date? Some of the realities of the game mechanics make it a little tricky. Yeah. Yes, um, yes well, was. let's
1: talk about going to Moonclade, but before we talk more about the wedding, because I had forgotten about that. Now, uh, what is Mabin's reputation with hold like
0: now? Because didn't you guys have to fight Mabin all the way there? considered at war with Timbermauld. Yeah. Um, she was running through the tunnels, and, you know, Calandros is neutral with them, so he could run through the tunnel no problem, but Mabin had never been up there and never done any of the quests to gain faction. So they attacked her and, you know, and injured her severely, as as some people like to say, uh, to the point where she could no longer go on. Um, and we were trying to decide what to do about that. And, and Calandros very gallantly said, how dare they attack you? I will kill them all. And so he proceeded to do this, even though Maven did not want him to ruin his reputation for her. He said, it was merely an understanding. How dare they attack you? Uh, Which so- made for an interesting date. <laughs> and I just kept watching her reputation decrease each time he kills another one. <laughs> so, Maybe is now considered at war with him But she does have the Moonglade flight path and never has to go through the tunnels again. Does she have the winter spring flight path? Well, no, she will have to do so. <laughs> She's, she's going to have fun.
1: Uh, yep. Now, I think that was the funniest of the dates that I ever heard about. Especially when...
0: <laughs> um, I don't remember who then it was. On the, the WOW uh, homepage. Yeah. The, the comic came out just with that exact same topic on the WoW homepage. And yeah. we just thought that um, was hilarious.
1: Wasn't it like the comic strip? One of the comics? Where it had yes, like um, it, tip number something. something. This and um, that was just completely ironic. <laughs> <laughs> was it 48? See, so, yeah, I don't even remember. I know there was an 8 in there. Um. But Maven has really, roleplay-wise, I hardly ever see you out of character unless we're um, talking in whispers. Um, But I'm also not on the guild as much as I was previously. But mostly, you're pretty much always in character on Maven, which is just great. I
0: I don't like to be out of character. Uh, I have a difficulty with whispers in party chat with people who don't tell you ahead of time they're going to be out of character. And then, of course, there are people who roll on a role-play realm and don't role-play. So when I say things to them, they just give me a quizzical look and don't understand. <laughs> now, <laughs> and I just go on with what I'm saying.
1: All right. Now, speaking of grouping, um, that's always been a big issue with um, role-players. And how do you handle that?
0: Well, a lot of times I'm grouping with the guild and so that's just understood that we're all going to be in character and unless we're in an instance even party chat is pretty much in this guild in character and if you're going to be out of character they use the brackets to differentiate between out of character and in character speech Uh, instances get a little bit trickier and sometimes we'll drop out of character to you know give direction Grouping with others, I just go on and Maben talks how she talks and and talks a lot. And some people will say something like, oh, I've got a level 39 rogue, and she'll either ignore it or twist it around or ask them what they mean. And I just keep going, and eventually they usually get the idea that whatever comes out of my mouth is ditzy Maben talking there.
1: Yeah, now see, uh, I've had a little bit of trouble with that, with pug groups especially, you know, I can talk all I want um, with Sindaria as head of the Mage Society, she's very big, um, very used to being at least somewhat in control, very used to people who don't know what they're talking about and having to correct people, you know, because she's head of the Mage Society, she's head of a school, she's supposed to be teaching mages, so she's used to being an authoritative and um, teaching figure and it's kind of hard sometimes in pug groups because people just think you're, you know, just trying to um, be very, very controlling when in reality it's just her being her personality and they're all out of character and they won't realize she's in character. So there's that juggling act that goes on. And that's what I love about um, the Sterling Guild and um, some of the guilds that the Mage Society is allianced with because it's just it's really simple. You're in character unless you use brackets, then you're out of character. Which I wish uh, was better, um, more noted by non-role players on all roleplay servers, not just Blackwater Raiders, but on all the servers I've been on. That seems to be, you know, a problem between roleplayers and non-roleplayers.
0: I I agree, and if you know you're you're in a group and somebody says, "Are uh, you need to RP?" then then do it. And it doesn't mean you have to go and therefore and thou and wilt thou kiss yeah. my boot kind of thing. Mabin uses very contemporary language. Um, yes, it so is Sindaria uh, But she just doesn't know things like level 39 rogue. You know, what's that? Yeah. Or, uh, if someone talks about a place that she's never been, well, she's just never been there.
1: Yeah. And now, thankfully, um, Sindaria is level 63 and... Um, She used to be on a PvP realm before I transferred her. And being on a PvP realm, I used to get bored because I would die all the time. In contested territory, thanks to Ord. So, uh, she would run off and, um, go exploring. Which, by the way, is a really bad idea in World of Warcraft. If you don't know where you're going, it's a really bad idea to go exploring. Because you tend to find, um... Before Burning Crusade, I would find level 60 raiding areas. And I was level 20 or 25 in, um... You can't ever get back out of there without spirit rezzing. But um. so she pretty much knows everywhere. And uh, normally if I don't know the name of a place, I can look it up really quickly and realize, oh, hey, she's been there, um, which is really great. But it's got to be hard remembering where where not Maven has been and Bjork has been and all your other characters and role playing that. Doesn't that get
0: confusing? Well, no. Really? Um, Well, you're doing better than I am then. No, not really. Uh, Well, I have had a couple of problems. Uh, Somebody was talking about the first aid uh, quest to do the the upper level first aid that you have to do in Theramore and I happened to be on Maven. Well, Bjork knew the answer to this so I sort of answered, I used brackets and answered it as if I was Bjork, which did confuse a couple of people there because Bjork wasn't really nice about it. (laughs) <laughs> I just didn't feel like logging out and logging back in to change characters to give somebody heck about it. Yeah,
1: see, I know that feeling, too, running Sindaria, who's out of the mage sign and then Demis, who is part of the Sterling Guild, you know, jumping back and forth. Sometimes, some days it's like, ah, man, can I just put the name in front of whoever I'm supposed to be at the moment? Instead of doing all this jumping around, Because, you know, sometimes I jump half hour to half hour and that, you know, doesn't sound that bad. Log on for a half hour and then log back out. But over the period of a day, it can get really tiring. And that's why I'm amazed. Not just at the storyline, but all the characters you create. You know, you have the uncle, the mom, the dad, the, you have everything. And, of course, having more than one account is an advantage. But I've done very similar things without the multi-account because I'm, a full-time student and I'm definitely not that rich. So again, it must be nice to be able to multi-box. Well,
0: you know, it's, it's, well it is for the family to play. So.
1: Yeah, that's true because doesn't your whole family pretty much play. Yeah. And, uh, I know you've got a good number of kids over there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of them.
1: Yeah. And a good <laughs> um, range. Now, Um, Here's another question for you that um, I'm going to ask, which is a little bit off topic again. But, you know, um, this is a rarity where we get to talk to somebody outside who, you know, has such a different playing style. Um, Having so many kids and accounts and husband, how do you manage to have the time to play WoW? I'm sorry, you faded and I didn't hear that one again. How do you have the time to play WoW? Oh,
0: I'm a slacker. Um, <laughs> That's one way of putting it. <laughs> um, I <laughs> My schedule is very odd. So when I'm busy, I'm very busy for a couple hours at a time. But when I'm not busy, I'm not busy for several hours at a time. Uh, so I like being able to jump on and uh, depending on... If how much time I have. If I've just got a little bit of time and I just want to role play, I'll jump on Maven because she's got a lot of friends and I know I can just get a a conversation. And Now, if I've got a large stretch of time and I think I want to do an instance, well, I'll get on Bjork and, and play her for a while. So, having different characters allows me to play according to my time schedule.
1: Now, do you guys ever play together as a family or not really?
0: Um... When we were all back on uh, Norganon, which is the uh, normal realm, that's where everybody's characters are, and that's where Bjork was until I moved her over. Yes, we played together. Uh, we could do. We got to a point where three of us could do dungeons. Of course, we weren't running them at the appropriate level, but... Uh, you know, the three of us, uh, my son's warlock, and my husband's either paladin or priest, and my rogue could do dead mines, uh, could do st- stockades. We were, you know, trying out, we did black fathom deeps. Uh, we did a lot of stuff together, uh, and it's, it's really fun. Or uh, with one of the younger kids, I would just get on and follow them around and help them kill the kobolds and mangy wolves and that sort of thing or ride the tram back and forth with them. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've played a lot together. Now, see, that's cool and because... just um, not so much now.
1: Yeah, most families either, are, you know, like me, I'm the oddball in the family because I'm, com- I'm the computer geek. I, I am. <laughs> I really am. Um, so, you know, I'm really the only one who plays well, so I don't have that. And um, it's very different to hear of an entire family because I don't hear that much. I've heard stories and rumors, but I don't think I've ever actually, up until you met anyone that... Played with their family.
0: So well, this is a rare night that at dinner time we do not hear a merlock gurgle at the table. <laughs> Somebody will do it, and it's just become part of, you know, everyday life here.
1: I don't think I'd attempt <laughs> that and at so dinner. I think um, I think my parents would I send could... me to the nut house. <laughs> well, they would. They'd be like, you know, what's going on? What is that? Uh, it's a merlock. Well, What's a murloc? It's a Murloc. <laughs> Can just see my parents sending sending me to the nut house for that one. So that's definitely a different family lifestyle. And um now you have a a range of ages of kids too. They're not close together. Or are they? I can't remember. Uh
0: no, they range from fifteen to six. Okay, yeah, that's a big difference. So uh, I think my son's probably the most active, yeah, my son, who is 11, is probably the most active WoW player outside myself. <sighs> the perfect the age. He has a level 43 Warlock. Yeah, uh, a level 17 Warlock, and a couple of other characters that are in their teens, a Hunter and something else. Um, and he has a character on Blackwater Raiders, but uh, he's... He doesn't really role-play much, so we don't play together.
1: Now, Maven, do you do any forum role-playing or just in World of Warcraft?
0: Just in World of Warcraft.
1: Okay, so you're not big into forums or anything like that?
0: Because some no. people are.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Although I've
0: been keeping a blog of but these that's adventures. Right.
1: Okay, tell us uh, what your blog address is before we get into um,
0: about right. it. Maben's is mabinlightpath.wordpress.com. Uh, and Bjork's is, what is Bjork's? Bjork Aurelius at wordpath, er, okay. wordpath dot uh, Spell Bjork
1: because, uh, no one's going to probably get that, <laughs> how to spell it. Everybody's going to try yeah. to put in something
0: different. Uh, uh, well, let me make sure I get her last name spelled correctly, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's always a good idea. <laughs> that's a really good idea. I've done that one before. You know what? I gave up on last names in the game.
0: I've decided. Oh, I love last names. I, I love last so names, fun. too, but I and come Duke's up with... last name is the same as a character up at Ravenholt, uh, because she was, of course... Yeah. Oh, no, that's
1: cool. I didn't, I okay, didn't know Duke, that.
0: B-J-O-R-K-E. And her last and her last name is Aurelius A U R E L I U S. So it's bjorkarelius.wordpress.com. And Maben is spelled M A B O N, lightpath.wordpress.com.
1: And of course, we'll link those in the show notes, as I seem to say so, every and, single
0: week. And I put their backstories. There, yeah. Now. And uh, their backstories and um, Maben's current stories. And there's links to Calandris' blog as well because he's also documenting things. Who
1: I have, you know, I still haven't gone and read his blog. I keep saying I'm going to, but I have yet to actually go and read his blog. Maybe I'll actually remember now as I'm sitting here editing this <laughs> later on. Because I'm just, I'm really bad about stuff like that. Now, um, you definitely have a um, your own style of playing WoW, um, which is a great thing. I'm not trying to, so nobody take that as a bad thing. That's a great thing. And you, um, how did you get into role-playing though?
0: Well, I've had the game for a year now. It was a Mother's Day present. Um, and we, when we started rolling the characters, we looked at the rules for role-playing. And although I thought it kind of sounded fun, because I had done Dungeons and Dragons uh, you know, in high school and college, uh, and I loved that. I was sort of intimidated by the rules that they put up. So we went, well, you know, and the kids won't be able to do this, so we'll just start our normal realm. And then actually um, a couple months ago I heard uh, the Elf and Dwarf podcast with Rurlans and Adelia, And they were talking about it, and I went, oh, gosh, that really does sound like fun. I think I'll give it a try. Uh, and so rolled up a character, and I've had more fun in the past six weeks than I had for the months before that. Uh, and I'm, I'm just having a ball with it. Yeah. And I, I'd say I'm new to role-playing, but I am I don't know. I've done drama classes. I've uh, you don't act new to role playing, which just goes to show you can
1: be new to role playing and be good at it, and no one will ever know. Because I,
0: you know, well, you know, I've been playing Barbies for years, <laughs> and teddy bear picnics, and you know that sort of thing. Haven't uh, we all? Oh
1: wait, all, we should be careful what we say because again, we're an all gr- group, and uh, we have we have a lot of guy listeners. And uh, so we got to be careful what we say. No, There's GI Joes too. I
0: played GI Joes and Commando as a child, actually.
1: Um, I think I mostly played Barbies. I think that I went. Th- I know I went through a big stage of Barbies, where, but you know, we're <laughs> not getting into all that get old <laughs> fashioned stuff. Um. But you definitely, with the storylines you put together and everything, you don't act like you're new to role-playing. So that goes to show no matter how new you are to role-playing, it doesn't matter. You can be just as good as anybody else. It, there is a learning curve to role-playing, but there's a learning curve to anything new you try. So, um, cause I'm,
0: you know, it has taken me a while to get Bjork's voice consistent because I played her for so long not in character. So I had a character for her, but how she would act and how she would say things took me a little while, and I'm, I'm much better at her being consistent now. Yeah, um, so yeah, there is having definitely- just transferred Sindaria over,
1: um, and having never played her in character until level 60, it was definitely different, and here she's this mage, and she's trying to roleplay and she's new to this realm and the great thing about the realm transfer being a mage is she had an accident with portals which was just a really convenient story um that you know because she was experimenting with portals it's what (laughs) mages do and of course now she started this mage school and that was like um you know it was a really it's been a lot of fun we've gotten a lot of people in from the podcast and uh it's been a blast and some of these people just come in And we've got some great storylines going on um, and everything like this. But it's suddenly like, okay, how do I roleplay her? I've been PvPing her for a year now. And suddenly I've got to roleplay her and she's got to have a personality other than kill. um, Because that no longer works because she's decided to never flag PvP again. Um, Now, Deadly, didn't you do the same thing with your level (laughs) 70? Which was? Um, not start off role playing, but start role playing later in the game with her. Oh, well, my 70s on a PVP server, so I don't role play on her. But with Deadly, which is on the Earthening server, I sort of role played her, but I wasn't too into it. I didn't quite have her storyline set out, so I didn't actually start role playing with her
0: until around 15 or 20.
1: Okay, yeah, now I've got Adela, and I've played her a lot, but I also grinded her a lot, and now she's sitting out in the, I think I logged her off in the ocean when I last checked, um, <laughs> which is really bad, I don't get on her as often as I should anymore, um, but mostly because, okay, I have a bad habit of, no matter what character I'm on, re-exploring areas with that character, so that I can be uh, just talking and chatting with other people, and Um, role-playing and stuff like that. So I go out swimming, but, um, I role-played her from day one. You know, I, when I created her, I knew I wanted to role-play her. So that, that definitely gave me an advantage over Sindaria, who was just suddenly on a realm and I had to have a story and she was supposed to role-play and I had no idea who she was, where with, um, Demis and Adela, they were planned, and I, you know, I thought about how they looked, how they would act, what class they were, what race they were, and that definitely made it flow easier. Like, you know, um, Demis is a warrior, and her motto is kill, 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 even though she's a Draenei, um, which has been a lot of fun because we've got other Draenei who are like, you know, your ship has crashed, and you're supposed to be healing people, not out killing people. So she's got got this attitude like, sure, I'll heal, but, you know, I'd rather be out killing and it was so much easier because I role-played that from level one up. So it's just kind of developed and I know who she is.
0: Um, I think well, uh, go ahead. one of Björk's uh, first actions on the role-play realm was to pickpocket the guildmaster of Sterling. Oh, I as forgot about introducing that. Introducing herself to him. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you uh, uh, pickpocketed him, by the way. (laughs) He did threaten her uh, with losing her hands, if she ever did again. Um, But it was her way of getting into the guild. And then her second act was to go and threaten uh, that paladin who had been following her around and tell him to back off that Maven was under her protection now. And he had no clue who Bjork was. He had no clue it was the same person driving. Um... And actually, the next time I logged in, Maven, he came and asked me out of character if I was okay. Did I need any real-life help? (laughs) Which I just took as a a major success uh, for myself. Yeah,
1: now, um, I just, as I'm sitting here thinking, I thought about one more thing with Maven. Wasn't there a time and minuteful that was kind of um, just a random interaction roleplay, one that wasn't, um plan. Now I I remember you saying it turned out kind of creepy. But um
0: Uh yeah. Um she hearthed into Manethol one of the times she'd sneaked away from her watchers and hearthed into take care of some you know, skinning and other business that she had in Manethol. And the minute I logged in I saw a couple of guys were playing, and they said something about, I think there's a spy. So I just emoted, Maven decides to quietly leave the room or something, and kind of sneaked her out. Well, this guy yells, stop. Uh, So, Maven takes off running, and I check behind me, and he's running after me, yelling. Not me, but Maven. So, um, running as fast as I can, and Uh, then I get this emote that says, uh, and I can't remember the guy's name, tackles Mabon and knocks her to the ground. And then he proceeds to start yelling at her, who are you, what are you doing, why are you a spy? I should feed you to the crocolisks. And I just kind of went on with this, and we role-played. It was all completely spontaneous. I had no idea who this guy was or what Actually, what he was doing, and he didn't know what I was doing, and we went back and forth for a while. And I actually contacted my guild and character and said I needed help, and one of my guildmates came out, but the guy had left by then. And then I ran into the same guy up in Refuge Point just about a week ago, and again he said, "It's you again," and all Maven did was back away, and he started you know, grilling her again, interrogating her. And once again, Maven contacted a guildmate who had to come and actually got there in time and stood between this guy's character and Maven with her sword out and uh, told him to back off. And we actually drew quite a crowd. You know, Refuge Point's not highly populated, uh, but we had about six people standing around. And one guy alerted me, but it was in character if I needed assistance. Uh, And somebody else whispered me out of character and asked if this was just a game. Uh, So it was very interesting. But again, it was just completely spontaneous.
1: And see, for me, that's what makes the game fun is I love the storylines, but I love it when the people come in and randomly join you in your storyline and change it and you just kind of go with it. I think that's just some of the funnest stuff ever, in my opinion. Um, Deadly, do you I, have any- I agree?
0: I, you
1: know, it was a little bit creepy, but it it was fun. Yeah. Well, you you always have that creepy factor when um. <laughs> well, when someone's yelling at your character more than once in a row, um, <laughs> but the fact that he remembered that to me, that's pretty cool that you guys could um, continue that later on in the game after you met again at another point in time. Because there, you know, there are a lot of role yeah. players over on Blackwater Raiders. Now, Deadly, do you have anything else to add before we uh, finish off? Not really. I was more listening and learning. <laughs> That's okay. Um, Maven, any last words of wisdom?
0: Um. No, just keep thinking ahead. I've got I've got several things lined up that I've been working on, uh, and I'm looking forward to a long range of storylines and interactive storylines. Working with other people is just a blast. Oh well, I might it. have
1: to interrogate you about that later, but for now, this is the end of our show. You can contact us by emailing us at rptavern at gmail dot com, and if you guys want to send anything to Maven. You can, of course, contact her in-game, but you can also send emails to us, and I'll forward them to her. And then you can call us on Skype at RP Tavern. Now, I was logged in 24 hours on RP Tavern, but if you don't see me on, check back, because I've had some problems with my computer crashing. If I um, am running Skype every once in a while, it's, it's kind of funky, and um, I've been working out the kinks in that. So I should be on, but uh, if I'm not, just check back later, and I should be back on and what am i missing deadly oh i know and what I i'm think missing
0: except for the on the site
1: and the yeah. uh yeah we've been having fun with okay i've been having fun with the site um and playing with templates and i had a really cool template up there i don't know if any of you saw it but it had um the nether storm up there that deadly had taken a um, Scenic ex- screenshot, but with I found out later that um, the template only worked on about half the computers that brought up the web page. So um, I've been playing and changing templates, but I'm finally done, and um, I've got a donations button up there, and you guys are all welcome to um, donate some money or to we have a monthly donation system where you can um, donate two dollars a month, and we're planning to use that money to one improve our website and well I've got some stuff up my sleeves that I don't want to announce yet because I'm in the process of planning and I don't want to say anything till anything's concrete um, just in case it falls through but you know our website is rptavern.blogspot.com and you can leave us comments there and check out the show notes and everything like that and I'm Demis I'm Dudley and maybe you wanna say bye bye?
0: I maybe. <laughs> there
1: you go. See bye.